this July 20 edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contests. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details at circasports.com. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Wednesday, uh, July the 19th, and we are here to uh, pick through a 10-game card of MLB action for uh, the 20th of July, Thursday. I still don't know what day or time it is. Um, but to be honest, we've had quite some, we've had some time. Shenanigans Ving and Dylan have just stopped laughing at our own in it our own ineptitude. I'll introduce him first and then we can talk you through what he did this time. Um, from somewhere in Minnesota, possibly, is Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how are you doing? Malcolm, long time, no talk. I feel like I haven't been on the show in a while, but uh, yeah, I'm in Minnesota for the week. Uh, it was my birthday yesterday, so I'm over here. Yeah, happy and, birthday, uh, Dill. How old, how old were you, Dill? Oh, 28, man, 28. Mm, old shit. man. Catching me up. I know, it's bad, but... Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying my time here in Minnesota, state of 10,000 lakes. Uh, it's okay. Kind of a boring state. I'm not going to lie, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest, I thought it was going to be a little better. But, uh, it, I, Did I've you not research this before you go? Be, no, be I didn't. I kind of just, just winged it. And, uh, you know, the food... A lot of cheese curds, a lot of tater tots. But yesterday you would be proud of me. Yesterday I went to this local pub. It was like a sports bar <laughs> and I just got belligerent. You know, man of the people oh. just got drunk. But yeah, overall, it's been uh, it's been a decent trip. I got a lot of uh, novelty sports stuff for the studio back home. Um. I did see you tweeting various pictures of uh, pints of beer that you were having. I love the fact that you get belligerent. That makes me laugh a lot as well. You said that a couple of times. Um, the comment section, I don't know if you as you wouldn't have seen the show yesterday at all. So Lonte's been in Florida on holiday. Oh, nice. Um, so Lonte had some crazy bad new background yesterday. It was like some sort of Matrix affair. Um and he had his blinds open. So he looked like something out of a horror film, Lonte, yesterday. <laughs> I've obviously moved from the kitchen into here because my internet's a little bit better. So I'm on a new background. And then you've turned up um, tonight with your Airbnb background. And mate, the whole, it's all gone bizarre, all world. It's all topsy-turvy. Uh, DBJ uh, was first in. He's on a good run. He's putting up a streak, is Trev. Casey's uh, here as well. Um, and also... Um, People might be an hour late, Dylan, because you did what I always do, and you fucked the time up. But you've got no excuse. I've got some excuse because you people all live in different time zones, and I live four thousand miles that way. You've moved a couple of hundred miles, and you don't know what day it is. I mean, what's happened here? Oh, it's been bad. I'm only back one hour from the East Coast to Central Time Zone. And while I was setting the stream up, I put five o'clock. Usually that's on the East Coast. But five o'clock here is no four o'clock here is five o'clock. See, on the he East. still doesn't still know what know. time. <laughs> so so yeah, we did think we might have to delay it for an hour. And then Trev turned up. So pretty much this is like a solo special, Trev. This is one of those little 
uh, intimate gigs, you know, where you get to go and see David Bowie uh, perform to an audience of one. Uh, so Mick and Dylan are doing this show just for you, although Kaysen spoiled it now by turning up as well. Um, so there you go. Um, ten games tomorrow. Um, there's some days for today. We'll touch on that in a minute. But I think the first thing we have to touch on is whatever the hell last night was in MLB, because I stayed up. Uh, after the show, I recorded the Women's World Cup show. I tell you, I'm great at shoehorning plugs into stuff. Go and listen to the Women's World Cup show. It starts in the morning. Um, so I recorded the Women's World Cup show. Then it was about midnight. So I came in to watch the first hour of all, what would have been the 7 p.m. Eastern games over there. Um and before the before I went to bed, about an hour later, there was about four hundred runs had been scored. Yeah, um, it was absolutely insane. The Mets put up five in the first. Cleveland were Cleveland scored five in the first. The Dodgers had scored five in the second. Um, the Padres had scored shit tons. The D-backs and the Braves was seven five when I went to bed after two innings. Um, and then when I woke up this morning, the Cubs had put up seventeen. Uh, Kansas City had beat Detroit 11-10 and the Twins had put up double figures as well so uh, what a crazy old night is that just one of those weird anomalies Dylan or I mean is this weather related or what or is it just a bit of a freak yeah maybe weather related but I've noticed ever since the all-star break coming out I've seen a lot more overs than unders and I've been on the wrong side of my totals I've been betting a lot of uh, unders just because I feel like the numbers have kind of been inflated a little bit, but yeah, like you mentioned, I I did not expect uh, Kansas city to score 11 runs yesterday. Uh, Mets, they were up 11 to four and they almost blew it. Don't, don't (laughs) even get me started. Uh, The Arizona Braves game was like a football score, 16 to 13, just going back and forth. Of course I was on the under 10 and a half in that game. And Went way over. So, uh, yeah, Reds and Giants 11 to 10 as well. And yeah, I think like seven or eight of the games from yesterday went over the total. So, a lot of overs we've been seeing out of the All Star break. Yeah, uh, there was a couple of games where both teams went over the total um, for what was the entire game total, like Arizona and Atlanta. Uh, both cracked the total of 10, um, which was the whole game total. And today, um, the day's ball, after a couple of weeks ago, I proclaimed I was a day's ball expert, has mm. absolutely gone to shit. Uh, I think I'm one and five so far today, um, or I will be um, when these games finish. Uh, Dodgers-Orioles, I took a little first five under. <laughs> that was 4-2 after the first inning. Well done. Um, like Tampa, who got humped off Texas 5-1. to one. I got St. Louis, so that one was correct. I had Cleveland, beautiful. Um, what were they... 4-2 up, uh, managed to lose 7-5. And everyone laughed last night um, when I steered away from the Oakland first five. It was going, oh, Malcolm, Brian Bellows pitching. Are you going to do Oakland first five? That's what they said, Dylan, just like that. So I didn't do the Oakland first five. And where are we? Bottom of the fifth, athletics lead 6-4. to four. I mean, honestly, can't catch a break. Um, I thought Colorado would give me a chance. Um, they kept it tight for a little while. Uh, just a one-run game until the sixth inning, but Houston now lead that uh, by four games. Nothing. I did get my Houston, uh, my Colorado win on Tuesday night. I would said they they would win one of those two games, but um, yeah. And for the next few days, Dylan, it is full-on D-Gen territory. So um, when I get up in the morning, uh, the Women's World Cup will be in action. 
because that's in Australia and New Zealand. So they'll be playing at 8 a.m. here, which is about 3 a.m. your time. So uh, Women's World Cup to watch over breakfast. And then we've got the Ashes Cricket, which has been really exciting. Uh, that'll start at 11 o'clock. All the time during that, you've got the golf. You've got the open golf going on. Uh, Torbjorn Ollison is the pick, Dylan, if you want, if you're interested. 250 to 1. Uh, fill your boots, wow. Torbjorn Ollison. And then, obviously, everything else. Um, all the Premier League previews. We're doing 20 Premier League previews, one for each team on the Premier League show, as well as trying to keep up with all this uh, MLB silliness. So I feel like we're in uh, a full D-Gen weekend coming up. I was in the uh, Nike store the other day here, and they got all the the soccer clubs. Uh, you know, the United States they have all the country gear, and I was gonna buy and try to support the women in red, white, and blue. But are they gonna win three three times in a row? No, they, they're, they're not. No, who's gonna win? Germany. Wow. I mean, really, I should direct you to the podcast, but it's a bit late yeah. now because it starts tomorrow. Um, yeah, G- Germany eight to one is my fancy. America have got a chance. We just said we talked about this. Uh, I was going to say on the show last night, but that was it was the Premier League show. The, the, the European clubs have just caught the USA a little bit, which was inevitable. The gaps narrowed. Um, and the USA relying on a couple of very young players have got Alyssa Rose and then Trinity Rodman, uh, Dennis Rodman's yeah, daughter. Yeah, um, just a couple of young kids, though. They're replacing kind of the older ones, um, Megan Rapino, etc. The old guard are moving out, these young kids are coming in. And it might just be a little bit early uh, for these youngsters. And the Germans are just so sort of wise and um, they're just impossible to write off. They're a great price. They only didn't win the Euros because they saw Stryker got injured for the final. Uh, well, she's back. Alexandra Pop is her name. And um, yeah, Germany at eight to one are going to be our pick. Um, there you go. Appreciate right it. then. So um, we wondered how we were going to fill in some time, Dylan, uh, yeah. on a 10-game card, but we've we've reached 10 minutes yet. We haven't even considered making a pick. I'll tell you about Circa Millions and Circa Survivor, uh, and then we'll crack on. $14 million in guaranteed prizes up for grabs. Uh, Circa Millions is five NFL picks against the spread every week, and the Circa Survivor, you just pick a different money line play. Uh, dead easy. Enter in Vegas, play from anywhere. The SGPN crew will be out there for the last weekend in August you need to head to circasports.com for all of the details. That is circasports.com. If um, Torbjorn Ollison does the business in the golf, 250 to 1, they might just pay for me a Circa Millions entry. Um, okay, Thursday, July the 20th. Plenty of days, Paul, uh, of which I am an expert. 12.20 Eastern first pitch. We start with the Arizona Diamondbacks at the Atlanta Braves. It's Zach Gallen. For the Snakes, it is Spencer Strider for Atlanta. Plus 160, Arizona. Minus 190, Atlanta. Total is set at nine. Um, Been a crazy old series, Dylan, so far. So, I mean, which way is this going tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to start here with the total. I got a nine and a half when lines opened up. I took that minus 120. I still like a nine. I made my total a flat eight. So, you know, oh, I, wow. think we're, I think we're seeing an inflated total here just because, you know, first game of the series, 16 to 13, it was a shootout. But I feel like this game is going to be much different. You got two really good pitchers, Zach Allen and Spencer Strider. I know the numbers aren't the best for Gallon on the road, but his hard hit rate on the road this season isn't that high, sitting around 35% on the year. His last three games on the road have all gone under the number. 
And Spencer Strider, on the other hand, he didn't have the best game coming out of the All-Star break, but I do think we could see a nice bounce-back start from him. His hard hit rate has been very low his past five starts. It's usually the Braves' offense that really puts him over the total, and if that gets rolling, then maybe we can see an over. But, you know, after having an absolute shootout last night, we usually see the bats die down for the next few days after that. So, got two good pitchers on the mound. I think we're going to see a lower score. I'm gonna The bats are going to regress a little bit. So, I do think the Braves are the right side. I made them a minus 170 favorite, a little little chalky, but maybe we see a 4-1, 4-2 type game, uh, but I, I do like the under here. Yeah, I mean, this weird position sometimes gets me midweek when you're handicapping game three of a series because you've kind of said what you think about each team and, and how they're going and what form they're in um, and mentioned some of the hot bats or a hot streak or a cold streak. And especially if... Occasionally you do like a run of back-to-back shows. So often we break it up, but I've done sort of Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I feel like I've handicapped this series to death and you're trying to look at a different angle in and you don't know the score of game two, which is the game um, that, that takes place tonight. Who's on the mound for that one? Nelson and uh, Charlie Morton. Um, I took the over. Uh, so yeah, not much help really to the to the punters here. We've taken opposite sides. Um, Zach Gallen's Slightly dropped off, and that's been reflected, I think, in in Arizona's drop-off. The two things have kind of gone hand in hand. But you could say the same about Strider. We did give up five last time. Um, I saw all those runs last night, absolutely everywhere. Um, and fairly similar tonight, actually. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to take the over nine. I just think both two, two lineups are going to continue hitting. And both pitches have been a little bit wobbly. So, yeah, nine looks like a good line, but... I'll I'll go to the other side. Um, other side to you, Dylan. Twelve thirty-five Eastern first pitch. Um, San Francisco Giants, Cincinnati Reds. Alex Cobb for San Francisco. Left-handed pitcher Andrew Abbott goes for Cincinnati. The lines are plus one ten on the Reds. Uh, the Giants are road favourites minus one thirty. Total is set at ten, Dylan. Yeah, it's going to be another under for me. Uh, under 10, minus 115. And I also think the Reds are live here. You know, a little short home puppy, plus 110. I only made the Giants a minus 110 favor here on the road. Alex Cobb is just a much different pitcher on the road than he is at home. His hard hit rate on the road this season is in the mid-40s, not someone I really want to back. And I think the Reds could take advantage of him. I, I know the Reds, they, they're coming out hot. They're set, they've won seven of the last 10 games. While the Reds, they're kind of struggling right now. Uh, they lost again today, but and they're on a six-game losing streak. But in every game, you know, they're, they're losing by one or two runs. They're in every game. And I think Andrew Abbott, I like him at home. So batters are only hitting 180 off of him this season at home. His hard hit rate is in the low 30s. And all four of the games he's pitched at home have gone way under the total. So official play, I do like the under 10. And I'll sprinkle a little flyer on the home puppy here. Yeah, we 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 agree on this one. My pick is the under ten, um, and you've picked out a couple of the key parts of the handicap here. Uh, Alex Cobb's road form has been excellent. Um, one earned run in his last his last twelve innings pitch. Andrew Abbott kind of spoiled the the little run that we had um, him going on last time out. Um, but both starting pitches have been involved in a lot of low scoring games. Uh, the fact that you just mentioned and it was hard to get away from. The Reds aren't scoring many either. They've scored 18 in the last five. They had that really weak series against the Brewers. 
Um, obviously, there was some uh, some Tuesday madness. Um, what was their score on Tuesday then? Yeah, so they lost 4-2 in that game that was restarted. Um, was that it? Uh, no, sorry, they lost 11-10, yeah. So before last night's madness, um, they were they were kind of scuffling along. Um, I like both pitches, and I think the if you play this game nine times out of ten, a two or reflection would be like the four to two scoreline that we got uh, from the game on Tuesday, rather than the eleven to ten scoreline. So I think that ten's high. Um, bit worried taking an under, having saw what we saw last night all over the league. Uh, but yeah, I'll take the under ten. Twelve thirty-five Eastern. Milwaukee Brewers and the Philadelphia Phillies. Corbin Burns for Milwaukee and Taiwan Walker for Philadelphia. Close on the books, plus 105, the Brewers. Minus 125 on the Phillies with a total of nine and a half. Corbin Burns is eight and five, 373 ERA. We stymied us last week. Um, Lonte was laughing about it last night, uh, saying this just how we drew it up when the Brewers beat Graham Ashcraft and the Reds wanted nothing. Uh, we we were all on uh, Cincinnati and, and Burns through a gem, six innings of scoreless baseball. Um, not being stunning uh, apart from that. He's got a 4.55 ERA in his last five, but Milwaukee have won his last four starts. He's better on the road. Um, it's just a it's a fairly average profile. Like he, he doesn't stray far from the mean. Uh, Tyron Walker's been excellent. Uh, good length out of his starts, which is important at this stage of the season. Uh, five consecutive wins he's had. Um, 11 and three now on the year. Really good numbers. Um, multi-walks in his last two starts might be something to look at. And for me, um, I'm just going to take the better team. And the better team are the Phillies. Um, Philadelphia have won four in a row. They are 26 and 17 at home. Um, and Taiwan Walker has been great. What makes this price is the presence of Corbin Burns. The fact that Corbin Burns' name is written on the other side of this means we get a decent price on Philly, minus 125. So I keep it fairly straightforward. I'll take the better team at home, uh, pay a little bit of juice for it, but I'm happy with Philadelphia, Dylan. Yeah, I do like the Phillies. I made them a minus 130 favorite, but it's going to be another under. Nine and a half is going to be my play here. I made my total 8.2. Burns, he's just been lights out on the road this season, especially recently, just mowing teams down his last four games. He's been dealing on the road. And I think you can say the same thing for Walker at home. He's undefeated at home, and he's been really good, keeping the hard hit rate extremely low. Brewers have gone under this total in five straight games. They just play a lot of low-scoring games. You got winds blowing in in Philadelphia tomorrow night. So, again, nine and a half seems a little too big for me. I'll take the under, and I do agree. I think Phillies are the right side here. Okay, 107 Eastern is the San Diego Padres at the Toronto Blue Jays. Left-handed pitcher Blake Snell, uh, who TVDBJ is sitting on a... 350 to 1 Cy Young ticket. Yikes. Uh, Snell pitches, isn't it? Um, goes for the Padres. Chris Bassett is on the hill for Toronto. Minus 150 for the Friars. Minus 105 for the Blue Jays. So another close one with a total set at nine. Um, Snell has been flying. Six and seven on the year, 271 ERA. That six and seven record really tells you more about the... Um, the travails of the Padres rather than how Snell's been going lately. He hasn't given up a run in his last three starts. Um, that's 16 in in stretch, um, only given up 11 hits 
He has walked. This is kind of counterintuitive. He's walked three, three, and four in those three starts. So uh, you could look for a walk prop if you're that inclined. Uh, Chris Bassett has been fine. Uh, decent length. Three earned runs maximum, sometimes a little bit better. Um, the last four game totals uh, for Bassett, seven, 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 and three. So uh, we've got two decent enough pitchers. In fact, one pitcher who's been more than decent uh, recently. And, oh, I mean, God, again, counterintuitive, Dylan. All we've talked about is how many runs there's going to be. I'm going to take the under nine. Yeah, I What's like it. I set, I set my total at 8.1. But I'm actually going to go with the Padres here. I like Trevor's play first five as well, eliminate the bullpens. But I made the uh, Padres a minus 125 favorite. Uh, you know, they were able to end that uh, Blue Jays winning streak the other night. They won 9-1. I thought that was a very good win. Bats kind of woke up for the Padres. And I just think this is another good spot for them. It, it just came down to me. I, I just trust Blake Snell more than I do Chris Bassett. Snell hasn't allowed a single run in three straight starts. In his last four starts on the road, he's only allowed three runs. So I like kind of like the angle uh, Trevor mentioned in the chat, first five Padres. Um, I don't know what the, the number is right now. I don't have it in front of me, but I, I don't mind paying the little, ju- uh, the little juice on the Padres here. So I'll take them on the money line. Uh, I, I think the Padres could get to Bassett. I think Bassett's kind of been inconsistent i'm not the hugest uh bassett fan so i'll take a shot here with the padres on the road i am i made my standard show cup of tea dylan and i'm not sure i boiled the kettle uh, beforehand it's it's below lukewarm so i think it's warm from when i must have boiled it last time about an hour ago um and that Dylan is gravely, gravely disappointing um uh... underdog fantasy i know can't catch a break mate um (laughs) Underdog Fantasy, Best Ball Mania 4 is here, uh, giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on your favourite MLB and NFL season player props. There's loads of ways to win on Underdog. Underdog is available in lots of states too. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Next up is a 110 Eastern first pitch between the Chicago White Sox and the New York Mets. It is Michael Kopech for the White Sox. It is left-handed pitcher Jose Quintana for New York. Plus 120 uh, for Chicago, minus 135 for New York with a total set at nine. Dylan, any more confidence behind the Mets now? They've won a couple of games. Yeah, even even when they win, my blood pressure still rises from this team. So, <laughs> um, by the way, I got to mention, how do you feel about your Brett Beatty ticket? Yeah, it's well, he hit a home run last night, didn't he? Which is probably why you're asking. But he, he's kind of fallen <laughs> off a cliff before that because oh, I, I can't remember what I think we did the show myself and Moon after the show with Sean and Ryan. And I was quite, I was kind of flexing on that. It was a hundred to one, and I think he was into ten to one or something. Um, so I've done well, but I imagine he's pushed back out a bit. I mean, unless you're telling me uh, you're still quite confident on him. Oh no, I think they should send him back to fucking Syracuse at this point. Oh. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, well there you go then. Yeah, L- late Lally Gallon missing a pop fly. I don't care. He hit a home run last night. He and, and, and you know what Buck's gonna say? He's proud. 
but don't, don't let me get on a tangent. I, I I don't trust this team, you know, even, you know, when they do win. I do think the Mets should be the favorite here, but not that big of a favorite. I only made the Mets a minus 130. I'm seeing minus 144s, minus 150s in certain books. So White Sox and Cold Pack, I, I understand why they're the underdog. They've lost six of his last seven starts. They've lost five straight of his starts. He's not good on the road, but can we really trust the Mets to do anything right and win the game, you know? I, even when they're supposed to, I, I can't really trust them. I don't really like anything in this game, to be honest. Uh, this Jose Quintana's first start for the Mets this season. Uh, I kind of want to see how he goes a little before I start to back him, especially laying this kind of number. Uh, for the show, slight lean toward the under nine and a half. I made my total 9.1. Two bottom of the league offenses, got the winds blowing in. And besides last night, where the final score, uh, like I mentioned, was 11 to 10. Mets have gone under this total in five straight games. Uh, I think they come back to earth a little bit. Like I mentioned, uh, when when two teams start to break open uh, with their bats, I think they're going to regress back to the mean a little bit. So I think we're going to see a much lower scoring game. Uh, don't love it, but for the show, I'll, I'll lean nine and a, under nine and a half. Yeah, I didn't love anything here either. I've taken... Um, the New York Mets. If I was to rank these games in bettability for, from one to ten, this would be down there. Yeah. Um, Michael Kopech is just hard to. It's really hard to judge, mm-hmm. um, which makes him hard to trust because he's only recently back, and you know he's very, very capable, um, but he's just not been able to put it together. So I, I find him really hard to try and get a read on, um, and that makes him hard to trust for, for in a in a betting. Um, sense. And we know the White Sox have, have been very flaky. I mean, talking of flaky, though, you're looking at the Mets. So if you, the Mets at minus 135, um, yeah, it doesn't fill you with confidence. But Quintana did pitch well on his return. That is kind of the the biggest pointer uh, for me. That's what leads me to this bet. Like I said, it's down, it's down, my, um, it's down my list, but I will take a, a little flyer on the Mets here at minus 135. Uh, this next game is the only game we have off the board tonight. Two uh, ten Eastern first pitch between the Detroit Tigers and the Kansas City Royals. All star Michael Lorenzen pitches for the Detroit Tigers and for KC. Um, we have TBD officially. I reckon it's um, Zach Grenke, um, but we don't actually know. So I haven't seen any lines at all. Did you? Have you seen your KC pitcher, Dylan? Uh, no, I thought I saw Granky, then I saw Marsh, and then it okay. was all, and then it was off. But I did see Michael Lorenzen, but yeah, no lines because uh, no pitcher for Kansas City. I mean, the only thing I'll tell you about Michael Lorenzen is that he's been absolutely excellent lately. Four and six on the year, uh, three seventy five ERA, but he's got one bad start that's really inflating his numbers, um, and that start was in Colorado. So. Um, I think we're entitled to put a line through it. I think that was three starts ago. Um, in the others, uh, 22 and two-thirds, and only three earned runs given up. Um, he did walk five last time, um, got away with it, so he doesn't want to be doing that again. Uh, and other than that, when I'd handicapped Grenke, I went with the first five under. Because Grenke at home um, is absolutely fine. Um, but uh, like, if it possibly Alec Marsh, you're saying, and we don't need to um, invest too much time in in something where we can't give any lines out. But I do like, I do think Lorenzen can go well. Um, I, I like him a lot. Dylan, did you have much on this one? 
No, I really didn't have much, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right, short and sweet. We'll 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 find a game um, where you've I, got loads I do of stuff. Like, uh, I do like Kaysen's comment though. Yes, I I am having a, gla- a glacier freeze uh, Gatorade on the rocks. Little little. Bougie. Oh wow! Yeah, a little bougie. It's holiday Dylan. He's a whole new guy. It's holiday all, Dylan. All new guy. It's my lukewarm cup of tea, Dylan, which uh, <laughs> I'm really not enjoying. Like, um, where are we going next? Three forty Eastern first pitch. Minnesota Twins at the Seattle Mariners. Pablo Lopez. For Minnesota, George Kirby for Seattle. So a couple of names on the mound here. Plus 125, Minnesota, uh, where Dylan is. Minus 145, Seattle, uh, total of 7.5. The uh, Twins, the AAA team play in St. Paul, which is pretty much next door to where you are. Are they not at home this week? Can you not take a ball game in, Dylan? Yeah, so the AAA team, I'm staying in St. Paul. So it's ah. literally te- 10 or uh, 11 blocks I saw west of where I am. Uh, when I when I flew in Sunday, they were playing. I, I walked by the stadium. It was already sold out. They were playing, ah. the, Durham, they were playing the Durham something. Bulls. Yeah, I, who the hell knows. But I am going to a me. Twins game on Saturday. They're playing. Oh, uh, me. Yeah, they're playing the White Sox. Oh, fantastic. Good times. Um, Okay, tell us um, if Pablo Lopez is going to get it done for them tomorrow. I don't think so. I'm going to take the Mariners here at home uh, with Kirby on the mound. Like, you know, I'm very high on Kirby. I think it's a short price we're getting as well. Minus 125. I made him a minus 135 favorite. To be honest, I'm not the biggest Pablo Lopez fan, if I'm being honest. He's just too inconsistent for me. I'm definitely going to need a much larger plus price if we are going to take the Twins. Uh you know, I, I think Kirby could have a bounce-back start here. He didn't look good in his last start against the Tigers. Honestly, he didn't really look good at the All-Star game either. His hard hit rate was up. He just got to a lot of trouble. I mean, I, I think some, uh, a point we could take advantage of here with Kirby is his walks. Under one-and-a-half walks, he's only walked two batters one time in 18 starts this season. So his control is there. But sometimes he leaves the ball over the plate a little too much. He could get himself into trouble sometimes. But I think if he pitched the way he did at home against good teams like the Rays, uh, the Marlins, the Yankees, when he was dominant and they won those games, I think he gives the Mariners a good chance at winning this game. So I I expect him to have a nice bounce-back start here from Kirby. And I'll take the short number here with the Mariners at home. Well, I couldn't keep taking unders um, because I'd already put up a couple and um, we talked about how many runs had been scored. And the seven and a half was just a, a too low a total for me to take. So I, I'm going to take the over seven and a half. We actually discussed this last night for the uh, the Wednesday night game between uh, Kent Amayed and Luis Castillo, where everyone was kind of feeling the over in that one. Lopez was tracking well until his last start. Um, but what I did find looking through his game log is he's drawn a lot of weak opposition lately. Um I mean, all the bottom feeders actually, Oakland, Kansas City. Um, I keep getting that right. I'm on fire this week. I've got a 100% record of not seeing Kansas. So I hope, um, I think his name was Dan. I hope Dan's listening. Uh, Oakland, KC in Detroit. Um, Kirby's got a kind of similar profile. Um, so yeah, this was hard. But Minnesota don't run up a sequence. Discussed that last night. Um, so I don't want to take them. And uh, Seattle are just unreliable. So yeah, it was hard to pick a side. Um, so I just thought on a low total, um, on a week where we're seeing lots of runs, uh, we could maybe get to eight tomorrow. Uh, 6.40, Eastern first pitch is the Baltimore Orioles at the Tampa Bay Rays. 
Uh, Baltimore in the middle of a big old fun week for them. Uh, they have Kyle Gibson going tomorrow. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays have Tyler Glasnow. Plus 140 on Baltimore. Minus 165 on Tampa. Totally set at eight and a half. Uh, Kyle Gibson, I mean, this I'd be quite excited to watch this game if it was anyone else on the mound for Baltimore except Kyle Gibson. Um, nine and six on the year with a 477 ERA. The Orioles have gone toe to toe um, with the Dodgers this week. And um, fun game, really fun games to watch. A lot of good baseball um, from both teams. The bits of the pitching. Uh, left to be desired. But really, I just think it's been two good hitting teams as well. So I think the pitchers um, have, had a, have had a tough task. Anyone would have struggled to, to hold either of those two teams in check. But uh, Kyle Gibson has suffered uh, lately. And I, this is a bad spot. 762 ERA in his last five. Um, there's been loads of runs in his games as well. Total minimum 11 runs um, in his last five starts. So there's a, there's a big clue. Um, Glasnow has been pitching well and not getting much help off this Rears team who was scuffling. Uh, they went down again tonight to Texas. They scored one run late, but didn't put much offence together at all. Um, he is susceptible to a home run, Glasnow. So um, Baltimore home run props might be in play, um, especially we know they've got loads of players who can hit one out as well. I'm going to take Tampa. Um, I was hoping the price might be a bit better. Uh, but I'll take the over, because why not? Um, I think Baltimore have just been scoring runs off anybody, and Tampa should be able to get to Kyle Gibson. So over eight and a half, um, possible lock material for me, Dylan. Yeah, the Rays, man. I, aren't they happy to be back home, man? They they have, they just got swept by the Rangers. I think this is a huge series for both clubs. Uh, birds are streaking right now. Eight and two in their last ten. They're tied for first place, and they might be catching the Rays at a good time, you know. Through two and seven in their last ten, or two and eight, excuse me, in their last ten games. But I agree. I, I'm going to side here with the Rays at home. I'm just not a fan of Kyle Gibson. I think regression has come for him lately. He's given up two or more runs in nine straight games. And last time he faced the Orioles, Orioles lost three nothing in that game. And you know, like I, I've said, like the past two starts for Glass. Now he's really put it together. He does give up the long ball a little bit, but I, I think the Rays at home, their bats start to wake up a little in this game. Uh, I'm going to take a shot here with the Rays. I'm on the same side as you. Okay. Um, from that Texas game tonight, Texas-Tampa Bay, um, Texas aren't playing, so we're not going to discuss game, but there was a there was a little how-can-you-not-be-romantic about baseball um, episode in that game tonight. Alex uh, Spees, I don't know if you're familiar with the name, and... Um, S-P-E-A-S, Alex Speech, a relief pitcher for Texas who dropped out of baseball altogether a year ago, um, spent the year coaching high school kids and then decided to uh, pick up again and made it into his first big league game tonight. He came out with a pen in the seventh. He got a, uh, a strike about throw about double play to end the inning uh, and he was absolutely buzzing and his mom and dad were sitting in the crowd and they were absolutely buzzing and it was just really really good to watch um, so yeah I enjoyed that tonight so congratulations to him uh, where are we going now the penultimate game uh, 8.05 Eastern first pitch is the St. Louis Cardinals the Chicago Cubs now shenanigans here Dylan um, Stephen Matz left-handed pitcher for St. Louis 
Chicago a TBD. I think it's Marcus Stroman. But looking at the lines, they look very lopsided if it is Marcus Stroman. Because um, I've got St. Louis at plus 105 with the Cubs at minus 125. And if that is Matt's v. Stroman, there's no way Stroman's minus 125. So first of all, what do you make of that? Yeah, I think it is Stroman. That I've checked. I, I was confused too when I saw the lines pop up. And I had Strowman going. I said minus one twenty five. Should they I, I not just it, be empty in the clip on the Cubs like oh, right now? They they're my lock. They they have to be at this price. I, I don't understand the line at all. I think you got on principle. You have to take the Cubs here at home. I made them a minus one seventy five favorite. So I, I, there's like a forty cent difference there. I get the Cardinals. They've won again today. So was that five in a row? Now they've won. But I, I'm still not buying into this team especially with Steven Matz on the mound on the road. I know he's won his last two starts, but even in those outings, his hard hit rate is extremely high in the high 40s, low 50s. And the Cubs, they have no problem putting up runs. They put up 17, 5, 2 two games in a row, 10 runs in their past four games. So they're putting up uh, runs. I don't think the bats have been the problem. I think it's been defense and the pitching. But, you know, I I think Stroman, he was finally able to put a solid outing together in his last start against the Red Sox. Uh, He had a couple bad starts before that. He lost to the Cardinals twice this season. And you could bet Stroman knows that. And I think he's going to come out and want to out-duel Mats, especially former teammates back in uh, the Mets. Extremely competitive, tough competitor uh, guy. And I, I think I have faith in him much more than I do Matt and the Cardinals. So short price, I, I don't understand it at all. Uh, I don't expect this to close at minus 125. So jump on it while you can. I, that's my lock of the day. I'm going to take the Cubs. Yeah, this is the uh, this is the Courtney Love game, I think, to uh, to steal one of um, Noah's, Noah's sayings. Uh, yeah, Kaysen points out that this is a a little bit whiffy as well. Um, mentioning Strowman in terms of trade talks, um, which there's a lot of talk of Strowman going somewhere. But yeah, I don't really understand what's going on here. It's kind of got the feeling that the books have dug a hole and covered it with twigs and leaves and are waiting for people like me and you to come along to Linden and just fall down the fucker. Um, so we'll have to see. But um, Matt's either get short starts or long relief. And they've been better is what they are. They've been less shit. I'll give him that. Uh, but Strowman, bad home starts are very rare. Few and far between. Uh, the Cubs are hitting left-handed, pitching well. And this season, they're hitting uh, 285 against St. Louis. Uh, so everything points to this. I mean, I had Chicago run line written down because I didn't think I'd be able to give out Chicago money line as an option. I thought it would be minus 160 or something. Um, so yeah, we'll just see what terrible things going to happen with that tomorrow. Ah, uh, the last game on the card is a nine forty Eastern first pitch: the Houston Astros and the Oakland Athletics. Houston move on from Colorado to Oakland. JP France goes for Houston, and Hogan Harris, left-handed pitcher, uh, will go for Oakland minus one eighty uh, with Houston and JP France plus one fifty-five with Oakland. And Hogan Harris, uh, the total is at eight and a half. Uh, JP France is four and three on the year, has a three thirty one ERA. He's been inconsistent and he's been hittable. Um, he pitches to contact. Uh, you get no strikeouts, two or three strikeouts from JP France. Um, so it's kind of a a bit of a twitchy watch uh, watching him. Harris has also been hittable, but he gives up loads of. Uh, 
walks as well, which is a huge concern. France is kind, he's got that command. Harris just doesn't. Um, three, four, two, and four is his walk count in his last four games. I could just see lots of runs here, uh, early and often. Uh, runs, runs, runs. So I'll take the first five over and um, I'll take a, uh, a full game over as well. Auckland, a little bit better at home. They've put up some runs again tonight. They, they, they can be trusted to to get on the board at home. They have got some half-decent hitters. Ryan Noda uh, is still going well this season. They put up six. They lead Boston six to five. Um, so if you want to take the Auckland first five, it has to get tonight, be my guess. Um, but yeah, I think there's going to be runs in this one. Wouldn't surprise me to see a similar scoreline. Uh, to that in which the uh, Oakland Athletics are involved tonight. So, yeah, first five over, full game over. Dylan, give me the runs, runs, runs. Yeah, I'm seeing right now at a certain sports book, it's uh, Bet Rivers. The first five over-unders at three and a half. It's at minus 140. It's a little chalky, but I love the over three and a half in the first five. Um, I'm actually going to go first five as well, but I'm going to take the Astros first five minus a half. I'll... You know, you're probably going to get much better odds than laying uh, minus 180, minus 185 in certain books with the Astros. I just can't back the A's and Hogan Harris in this spot. You know, Harris, he's only had one quality start at home this season. And outside of that, I feel like he's kind of been unbackable, in my opinion. In his last last six starts, the A's have been behind in the first five innings and five of the last six games. So with the way the Astros have been swinging the bat, they just put up six runs today. I have, I think they have a really good shot of being up through the first five uh, innings. So I think we're going to get good odds there. So give me Astros first five minus a half. Okie doke. Um, I think, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's it. We've 10 games um, to pick through. And it's the lock and dog, Dylan. It's hard. You lead us off. When I'm looking around, I'm casting my eyes over my notes here. And I don't think I've got a dog on the board. I'm going to have to manufacture something. So you lead me off while I try and cobble together uh, an underdog pick. Yeah, like I said, uh, it's going to be the Cubs on the money line. Just don't understand that price. It could blow up in my face. But, you know, I, I really I think the Cubs are a better team right now, especially with the better pitcher and Stroman on the mound. Uh, he has lost to the Cardinals twice this season, and I think he's going to come out and try to revenge those losses. Uh, Cardinals are hot, but I, I believe in Stroman right now. He gets a lot of ground balls. His hard hit rate is very low. And like you said, Cubs hit lefties extremely well. So I'm going to take the Cubs. I also do like the Astros' first five depending on the number uh, first five lines haven't come out for that game yet so depending on that i do like that as an alternate lock uh as a dog you're right it was uh, a lot of tough sledding there wasn't a lot of plus prices on the board but i'll take a shot here with the rays on the run line plus 120 uh okay I think coming back home, it's going to help. They they got kind of humbled on the road against Texas. They got beat up. Glass now, he has been better. He, I just don't think he's gotten the run support. Uh, I think he's put it together a little bit. I'm not a huge Kyle Gibson fan, so I'm going to fade Kyle Gibson in the Orioles. I know they're hot right now, but Rays at home are a wagon. I think the bats wake up a little. I'm going to take the Rays on the run line, plus 120 as my dog. Um. Okay, yeah, cheers to that. I have found one. I did have one underdog. Um, so the, I'll, I'll take Cincinnati at plus 110. It's not fancy at all. I think it's the same pick as I gave out yesterday. Um, I picked for these Wednesday games with Cincinnati at plus 110. Uh, so instead of trying to throw out a two-teamer or try and manufacture some sort of run line, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'll give out Cincinnati 
um, it's a small dog and we'll keep chipping away that way. I think um, you have to look up the Chicago Cubs at minus 125. You have to. Uh, it looks like a great opportunity. Um, you've already given it out, Dylan, so I will put up um, the over in the Baltimore-Tampa game. Um, I think Gibson is vulnerable and Baltimore explosive. It's just a combination for runs. Um, and we've seen Baltimore involved regularly in games that are hitting double figures. So I'll take the over eight and a half. But yeah, the Cubbies just look like a gift. Uh, and hopefully Andrew Abbott can uh, get back to winning ways because he was doing great for us before that. So I'll take Cincinnati at plus 110. Um, what we got, TV, DVJ's got my Padres first five. And then we've got some talk about Storm and destinations here. Uh, Houston at 16 to one um, is an option. And Baltimore uh, is another potential pick. And Kaysen is going to fill in the cards at 12 to one. Um, if Strowman loses tomorrow and the cards can go on that second half run that we always talk about. Um, Dylan, what is the rest of today looking like in the land of 10,000 lakes? How many of the lakes are you going to go and see? So right now I've seen about 30 lakes. I think it's impossible to go see them all. But um, <laughs> for the rest of the day, uh, the U.S. men and women's national curling team their oh. curling uh, arenas in St. Paul's about five blocks down. So I'm going to go over there. Try- I need to, I need to meet some people on the street and maybe we could get some curling in. I'll send you a video, but uh, yeah. Other than- Adam, Adam likes the curling, doesn't he? Adam Pelletier. Does he? Oh, he's banging to it. I think it's Adam. Is he from up North Buffalo way? Yeah, Adam. yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when the winter Olympics, I was, writing articles on ski jumping and shit like that. Uh, but Adam was all over the curling. He's a curling maniac. Hit him up. He'll get you in. I bet he's he'll definitely know someone. Yeah, he'll definitely know someone. That's Thank you. See, you plugged me in. Uh, so I'm doing that. I'm going up to Grand Rapids, visiting uh, some more lakes throughout the week. Uh, I'm going to a WNBA game Saturday, a Twins game Saturday. Oh, so mate. Yeah, doing it all, you know. How about you? What are you doing this week? Uh, DJ, I'm going to watch some baseball. I'm going to have about 20 minutes sleep and then get up and watch the Women's World Cup, transition straight into the ashes, into the golf, uh, get home and then get the day's ball on again. So, yeah, I'm quadruple parking uh, all the sports. But I'm not on the show tomorrow and Friday. Uh, so a couple of nights off, but I do have 20 uh, Premier League um, team previews to plan and record. By the um, way, in the next 20 days or so. Yes. How's uh, my my Norahan Forest? Are they doing well? Well, we're just in preseason, mate. So um, they beat Notts County, their local rivals, nice. uh, who are a non-league team, to beat them last week. You pointed that out to me. Um, but yeah, I think they should be all right. There, there should be enough teams, enough bad teams in the league this year to keep them up, Dylan. They did a good job last year. And they kept the manager. They held the nerve when they had to. Where everyone else was firing the manager and panicking, Forrest held the nerve, and there should be enough poor teams. So yeah, Forrest will be okay, mate. I'm I'm perfectly happy with you having Forrest as a EPL team now. I, w- I wasn't happy with Liverpool. You and Munaf that was distressing me. Forrest, they're fine. Yeah, so you I, you I, crack on supporting Forrest. Um, they've got a player called Brennan Johnson, who's a really sharp forward, scores a lot of goals. Um, there's a few other teams sniffing around him, um, but hopefully he can stay with Forrest for at least one more season. I got to get his jersey. I got to get something Nottingham Forest, you know? Yes, support absolutely. The lads. Uh, <laughs> support the lads. <laughs> well, I mean, have an uh, enjoyable rest of your vacation. 
Um, I hope you have a great time, mate. You deserve it. Uh, cheers to all the boys and girls who joined us in the chat. Um, if you joined us in 12 minutes, um, we'll not be here because Dylan fucked the time up. I don't know what to tell you. Um, good luck with all your bets tonight. Um, in the meantime, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.